after, yeah. Okay, let's, uh, let's, let's pray for the O's. Let's pray for God to, to go before them and to bless them. Let's pray all together. Father, we just pray for your blessing upon the O family. What a blessing. What a blessing they have been for us. David as well, Lord, and our family. Thank you, Lord, for all the ways in which you express your love concretely through the O's, through David. Each of them is a precious gift from above. Thank you for the children. Thank you. I pray that you go before them. I pray you would prepare for them uh, blessings. Pray for uh, you would go before them and prepare uh, encounters with Jesus. We pray for that everything will be orchestrated for your glory, for their good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being faithful. We pray that you bless them. Bless them. I pray they would hold on to you. Hold on to you even more. Hold on to even more. Please become everything to them. Everything to them. Be your bear shepherd. Bless them. 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 Father. Father, we pray for David, we pray for the O's family, as uh, each of them are hearing your voice and going where you are sending them. So, Father, we just pray for all the blessings of heaven to be poured out upon them. We pray that you go before them, prepare encounters, experiences, uh, conversations, uh, even trials. Use everything for your glory and for their good. I pray that as they are uh, separate from us physically, they would depend on you even more. I pray that you become uh, their... Uh, uh, all-sufficient Savior, that you would be uh, even more precious, more dear to them uh, in this next season. We bless them. We bless them in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> Let me give a gift. One second, Jackie. Jackie has a gift from the church that we like to present to them. You want to explain it, Jackie? Oh, yeah. Me and Elaine, we do the same thing. We do photo books for each other. But this is from the church. It's, um, it is the 12 years that you've been with us. And it captures just you guys have been here, just faithfully, just being here with us and everything. And um, we signed it at the, in the back as well. But anyway, just, um, also I just have to say that, you know, we spent a year going through John 15. That year, Elaine, she's a prayer warrior. You just, you ask her for, to pray for you, and she will pray for you about everything. And one um, in January of that year, she said, I feel like the Lord wants you to be John. And when we, we heard that again and again from multiple different prophetic words, and we ended up just staying on that the whole year. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Amen, amen. Amen. Thank you for all your sharings. And I will talk very briefly. Wow, what a, what a special service. Not every service is going to be like today. 
I, I praise God. I thank God for, for David, first of all. Thank you that he, is, he has been a good younger brother. Uh, as soon as I married Jackie, I got to know David. He's been a good younger brother. Uh, to me, a good uncle to my boys. Uh, I thank David. Uh, he, he spent a lot of time with us and, and took the boys out for many, many meals. So I, I thank God for David. And David's lived in, uh, in Torrance, L.A. area his whole life, except for one year when he studied in San Diego. He transferred to USC, came back. to. So this is, uh, how old is David? He is 30, 30. So 29 years of his life here. I think it's time for him to spread out his wings and... and you kind of don't know what you're made of until you're on your own. So I think for the first time he'll be physically in a new place on his own. I think God will grow him, will meet him in tremendous ways. Same for the O's, uh, 12 years. Um, everyone shared great stories. I'll share uh, some uh, funnier story. Uh, Dong Yoon, he, uh, uh, he came to me kind of in a serious moment one, t- one time and he said, yeah, I thought, I'm not sure about about the church, and um, yeah, you're not that Korean, and so I, I want I want I want to connect with a Korean community and a pastor, and I say yeah, there's nothing much I can do about that one, uh, but amazingly, um, he ended up marrying someone who is less Korean than me, I think. So that so God got him through that one. Uh, Elaine, I, I knew her when she was single, and she. Um, just a good, good uh, auntie uh, to our boys. Again, all the testimonies have come out. Some people love your kids because they love you and then the kids are attached to you. Some people love kids directly and Elaine is that kind of a person. She really just loves kids and uh, she is a good older sister to younger sisters uh, during the whole time at Caltech. That is her, that is her gifting. Uh, that is her, uh, she, she really shines in those areas. Uh, I didn't know uh, what God would do when she, she left for uh, grad school, that maybe it's goodbye. And then God had a way of bringing her back. And, and even Dongyun, when he was graduating, he was all set to go to Yale. And if you, are, if you are in the sciences and you're ambitious, Yale is a no-brainer. You, you, you already did Caltech, so you should go to Yale. Uh, it's, it, you should not even look back. Uh, but for Dongyun, he, he heard the word of the Lord almost on his last Sunday before leaving. He said, I think God is changing directions for me. I'm staying here. God clearly had a plan. It is not in Yale. It was Caltech longer, long enough to, to meet Elaine, get married. Uh, we've seen you through all those seasons. So praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. John chapter 12. I'll just read a few verses. I'll start at uh, the end of the chapter, verse 46. I have come into the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may not walk in darkness. Uh, And Jesus gives this verse after... um, Actually, I just asked the question first. What is one of the darkest places in the world, potentially? And I'm, I'm an Amazon certified person, and so I do some jobs for people. And somebody uh, sent in, in a request, and I was trying to help them with the technical issue they were uh, having. And then I was, he was very vague at first, and I just kind of drilled in, what are you trying to do? Uh, and then finally it came out, uh, he was trying to resubscribe to a list so that he could access a portal 
and you would not believe the portal's URL is Illuminati something, something, something. And so there is actual darkness in our world. Uh, but Jesus, when he talks about light and darkness, uh, he's not talking about some satanic secret society. Uh, he's actually talking about the synagogue. Uh, so let me just read a few verses uh, in, in John chapter 12, and I'll close. When the large, uh, this is uh, John chapter 12, verse 9. When the large crowd of the Jews learned that Jesus was there, they came not only on account of him, but also to see Lazarus. Jesus had just raised Lazarus from the dead, previous chapter, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to put Lazarus to death as well, because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. And let me jump down to verse 17. The crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to bear witness. The reason why the crowd went to meet him was that they heard he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, You see that you are gaining nothing? Look, the world has gone after him. And then uh, verse 38, the second half. Lord, who has believed what he heard from us and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore, they could not believe. For again, Isaiah said, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their heart, lest they see with their eyes and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. Uh, One of the darkest places uh, on the face of the earth uh, are synagogues and the modern day Coralie the church. Uh, many people are still in darkness while going to church and it might be, sound like a weird thing to say on a Sunday when we're gathered at a church, but some of the darkest places where Satan is ruling and reigning the most are churches. And you see what is motivating them. They're saying, Jesus did the sign. Lazarus was raised from the dead. People are leaving us. People are exiting the synagogue. They're going to this rabbi in the wilderness. And we're losing numbers. We're losing status. We're losing impact because they're going, uh, going after this person, Jesus. Um, and knowingly or unknowingly, many churches, they just want to hold on to people. And say, you are mine. <laughs> you add to this community. And we are, uh, we're in this. And, and, and the moment you talk about leaving, we're going to cut you off. And we've, we've, we've seen that. We've heard about that. Uh, some of the darkest places in the world are churches. Because their goal is to just keep you bound and in darkness. And Jesus' way for the Christian is you hear his voice. And wherever he goes, you go with him. And, and we can get it wrong. Uh, our discernment may, may need to improve. We can get it really wrong, but how will you ever learn unless you try? Uh, the Sixers are all about the process. I think the process of trying to hear the shepherd's voice, even when you get it wrong, the, 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 the improvement that happens through Trial and error through thinking this is from the Lord, it wasn't from the Lord, I'm, I'm going to learn something from this. That whole process, that journey, is what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And some people, in the, even in churches, want to decide for you. 
and say, no, that is not from the Lord. The Lord's will is you just stay put. You just stay in the synagogue. You stay in the church. And I am going to hold on to you. I'm going to possess you because you're mine and, you're, and you add to my status uh, in the world. That is what you're hearing from the chief priests. That is what you're hearing from the Pharisees. Uh, there's a verse I did not read. Um, ah, yes. Let me, let me continue. John chapter 12. Isaiah said, uh, this is 41. Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, many even of the authorities believed in him, but for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it so that they would not be put out of, out of the synagogue. For they love the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. And why do people uh, allow themselves to be victimized by, by people in the church who want to keep them in darkness? It's because they love the glory, the praise from man. There are a series of people, the O's, David, the No's, a lot of people making decisions. And people have opinions about those decisions. Family members have opinions. Friends have opinions. Church members can have opinions. And if you love the praise of man, those voices will get so loud that even though you think, oh, the Lord is leading me there, but I'm hearing all these other voices, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to disappoint all these people. And if you stay like that, then you are staying, you're choosing to remain in darkness. You're choosing to remain bound but God's way, Jesus is the truth. You follow his voice. He is the light. He is a lamp unto your path. You follow him and you, you step out in faith. And you could be wrong. Maybe, maybe Texas is not for them. Maybe Georgia is not for David. Who knows? Uh, but how will you ever learn? How will you ever improve? How will you ever uh, discern better the shepherd's voice unless you take a step of faith? And the process of making mistakes and owning up to it and reaping the consequences is a good learning. And, and, and the next time the Lord speaks, you're going you're to be, uh, be able to discern a little bit better than previously. Uh, like, like, we were, uh, like my family and our church, we were praying about a potential decision that would impact all of us. That was a prayer topic that was on the table for months. And I know what I heard. And I was confident the Lord wants me to do it. Um, and it didn't happen. And my reflection on that is if I, if I care so much what people uh, think, I'm not going to be confident in what God gave to me. I'm not going to even declare it confidently because I'm always uh, going to be second-guessed. Did I get it wrong? Or was that really the Lord? You have to put yourself out there not, and, and not be ashamed of looking like a fool. Because a lot of things that we do, to the world, it is a foolish move. Not going to Yale was a foolish move. Uh, so many things we do because Jesus is leading us in a certain direction, is, to the world, is a foolish thing. And there will be so many people, even in the church, who will say, don't do that. Just stay right here. Just stay right here. And it is Satan's methodology to keep the body of Christ bound and listening to human leaders rather than the true shepherd. 
so I am, I am excited uh, for the O's. I'm excited for David. I'm excited for the no's. All the decisions that they're making, they're making it because as, as best as they can, they're saying, I'm hearing from the Lord, do this. And they're stepping out in faith. It could be wrong. Maybe it's going to be a blessing. Maybe it's going to be difficult. We don't know how it's going to play out. But, but we have to, when we hear the voice of the Lord, even if everybody else says, that's not from the Lord, you're being a fool, if you, in your conscience, in your, in your, in your prayer closet, you discern, it's this way, you must do it. You must do it. That is how all of us will improve and hear the shepherd's voice and grow in our discernment. That is what it means to walk with the light and walk in the light. Jesus is the light of the world. He brings us out of darkness. The darkness specifically he's talking about in John 12 is organized religion. We are not followers of an organized religion. We have a relationship with a shepherd and he leads us. He, he moves us. We hear his voice as sheep. Our only duty is to follow him. Okay, let's pray. Father, we find it hard to, to do your will and to listen to the shepherd's voice because we love the praise of man too much. Forgive us, Lord. We're too worldly. We have too much selfish ambition. We have our script, our plan. We are, we are sticking to our plan no matter what, even if you say there's a different plan. Lord, forgive us for our pride our stubbornness, our love of the praise of men. Lord, don't we want to be a people who only hear one voice, the voice of our good shepherd, who in the end of a lifetime of following him through right decisions and even some wrong decisions, that at the end we want to hear our own shepherd say, well done, good and faithful servant. We're after that glory, Lord. May everyone else, even in organized religion, even family, even friends, may everybody else call us a fool. So be it. It's supposed to be this way. But Lord, we want to be fools for Jesus. We want to be counted worthy to suffer for your name. Thank you, Lord. We pray that you minister to us as we partake in the shedding of your blood and the breaking of your body. As you partake in the Lord's Supper, we pray that you minister to us. I pray that you would uh, speak in a way that we can hear. Thank you, Lord, for being with us, for blessing one another through the sharing of all the testimonies. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you'd like to come forward and receive prayer, please do so. If you'd like to accept Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, or like to get baptized, become a member of this church, or you just need some general prayer, uh, please feel free to come forward. Someone will be here to pray for you.